Do you ever find yourself asking, why isn't this taught in school? My entrepreneurial and parenthood journeys really highlighted the gap between what the world needs and what our schools are actually teaching, and how woefully unprepared most people are to achieve their greatest dreams. The people truly winning in a postmodern economy have a different set of skills that aren't taught in school and are privy to information not taught to the masses. With that in mind, we invite you on our journey to glean from the world's most successful leaders and icons of industry, the real skills the next generation needs moving forward. We are on a mission to help teens skip the lunch line for the front line of a movement, empowered with the knowledge and skills needed to thrive in a fast-paced, dynamic, ever-changing world. This is Skippy Lunch Lines. We're glad you're here. Hello, hello. Welcome again to another episode of Skipping Lunch Lines. We are now on episode three of the podcast launch, and I truly hope you have enjoyed our guest so far. Our next guest is someone I'm super excited to chat with today because she is an expert at something I am now just really beginning to dive into. And it's been a game changer for the way I see myself and how I show up for my son. Today's guest is Amy May. Amy is a human design love expert and is obsessed with teaching people how to use human design to love themselves. Welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. First off, for those who may not be familiar with you or the work that you do, could you please tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. My name is Amy May and I teach something amazing called human design. And this is basically a system that was founded by Rao Uberhu and it combines astrology, the I Ching, Kabbalah, um, the chakras and, and some principles of science into giving everyone an energetic blueprint of how they are meant to operate and how they are meant to like live their lives and live in alignment. And I'm like literally obsessed with the system because it gave me permission to really own who I am and to like break through like a lot of the conditioning that I went through and a lot of the, um, struggles that I went through when, um, for like the first 30 years of my life. And I just was able to take those lessons and really embrace fully who I am so that I could, uh, really go after the life of my dreams. Um, right now I am a, I'm both a librarian cause I'm obsessed with books. I'm obsessed with learning and research and all that fun stuff. And then also uh, making an impact on people's lives by having my own business. And, um, this is just a huge passion of mine and I'm so excited to be here and to introduce more people to this amazing system. I love that. I love that. Um, it's, I think it's amazing when we finally find that thing that makes us come alive. And I can tell just by the sound of your voice that human design is really something that you're totally passionate about and, and spreading that um, message of human design to other people and helping them learn to embrace themselves and love themselves fully. So that's, you know, I just want to commend you for being able to, to recognize that and just really wanting to get out there and share that with the world. I think that's so needed right now. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I love it. I'm, like super excited to be here and to talk about this and share this with more people. Well, we are very excited to have you. Um, you know, just, it, I think we were talking before um, I hit record and I told everybody that I am interviewing you today. Um, and the reason why I was so excited is because I discovered human design maybe a couple of months ago. So I'm really new to it, but so much of my life and the things that 
I've found to be frustrations or whatever, they have really come into focus a lot clearer since I've discovered human design. Um, I understand myself so much more now. And I, you know, I'm learning to love all those things about me that I thought maybe were broken. And, and at the end of the day, I really wasn't, you know. Um, so I just would love to delve into that. But that's going to be for our next episode um, that we're going to do together. But for today's episode, we're just really asking one question from all of our guests. And that question is, what has helped you to become the successful person that you are today? Oh, that is, I can say so many things, but it really boils down to um, really loving and embracing who I am. And yeah, we can say that about, you know, like, oh, I, you know, I have my dream job. I live in a really nice house and everything, but I, um, you know, I began to love myself when I was um, like gaining weight and not like working out and eating like fast food every day, like all these things to where society judges us. And I was loving myself when I was in such a bad financial place where I couldn't even pay my rent. And I was struggling even to be able to pay for like food to eat because I was just like so much in debt and everything and really loving and embracing myself even at the lowest of lows. And when I was in my worst place, that allowed for me to um, begin to attract and bring in like the abundance and bring in that success because I wasn't judging myself and I was loving and embracing who I was and that's when like I was able to get like the guidance and like the intuitive guidance to get myself out of it, to get to a place where um, within months I was struggling to pay the rent to like being able to quit a job that I hated and being able to like bring in sales in my business and to uh, take on leadership roles at, uh, at my job at the library and um, just really like loving and embracing myself, even at the lowest of lows, like that just unlocked so much for me because, you know, when you're hating yourself, you're going to bring on more of those like really bad situations. But when you infuse love in everything, that's when things change. Yeah. So what I hear you saying is that despite how seemingly awful your life was, you know, like you, you said that you were struggling financially, you were gaining weight and whatever. And despite that, you found a way to love yourself. And that that process of loving yourself is what allowed abundance to flow into your life. Is that would that be a good summary of what you just said? Yep. That's amazing. Um, I, I love that because, you know, so many times we just, we beat up our beat ourselves up all the time. And, you know, to be able to see the beauty that, you know, God, source, creator, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, to see what he created in your lowest time is, it's it's such a beautiful thing. So thanks for sharing that. Um, so I'm wondering, you know, what you would say to a parent who, you know, who has a teen who may be feeling that same way, like, what would your advice be to them? You know, the most... The thing that I really wanted from my parents that I didn't necessarily 
um, receive when I was a teen is just love and acceptance and like no, like no judgment. Like when, you know, when you're, when you're a teen or when your kid like makes a mistake, like loving them, like not, um, not like saying to them like, oh, I knew you were going to do that. And I can't believe you did that. Like you should have listened to us, but like, just be like, you know what? You made a mistake. What's the lesson you can learn from this and saying it in a loving way and not in a judgmental way. Like, oh, everything in life is a lesson. And there's, it, it, it's my personal philosophy that there's no mistakes. There's just lessons. It's all a lesson. It's all a learning curve. And um, if you, it's kind of like that saying, if you don't really know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. So unless if you take the lesson from it, the mistake just keeps on uh, coming back over and over again. So just um, really like accepting your, accepting your kids, accepting your teens and um, like a, a, giving them the space to learn the lesson instead of like feeling like they're being judged or anything like that. Love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, my last question for you that is kind of related to that, right? So if a teen isn't feeling love, right? And, and a lot of times I think, you know, the parents, they maybe don't get that from their parents, but it really speaks to the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, when you're not able to show love to others, it's because you don't really love yourself. And so, I just wondered, you know, if you think if your parents had learned about human design, because it seems to me like that was really had a played a big role in shifting your perspective on yourself and how you viewed yourself. Do you think if your parents were exposed to something like human design, it's something they accepted? Um, and um, do you think that would have made a difference? possibly <laughs> um you know it would have it probably would have made a difference with my dad I'm not sure about my mom uh because she just um she had a lot of things that happened to her when she was younger and a lot of beliefs that are still definitely present but uh, it was through my learning and my um, my personal development growth where I've learned to just, I've learned to see her for where she is. Mm -hmm. Um, because there's, there's a lot of judgment like around body size between me and my mom. And like, we're the two like bigger people in, in our family. I'm one of four kids. And, um, there was, there was a lot of like judgment around like my weight and my body size growing up. And I don't mm -hmm. think human design would have um, fully changed that for her. Cause I think it was deeper than that. But I do think, I do believe that um, with my dad, it would have made a huge difference just because of some of the um, similar energies that we have. Um, and also over the holidays, I actually did many human design readings for my parents and mm -hmm. it illuminated a lot for them. And wow. so based on that conversation uh, with, with my parents and uh, one of my sisters that I, I do think that it would have made a difference for my dad, but I, I'm not sure about my mom. Hmm. 
Yeah, it's something that I um, I'm I'm curious about my parents. You know, like if I was to run their charts and see, and maybe try to explain to my dad, you know, if it would make you know like what his opinion of it would be, and and if he had known those types of things, if if it would have made a difference. So, um, I, I I just thought I would ask you that as an expert. <laughs> Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed our conversation uh, today with Amy. I hope you join us next time when we talk with Amy for our full-length episode where we will dive totally into this world of human design and how you can use that knowledge to help your teen live their life by design and help you live your life by design as well. All right, that's the end of our time here today, Amy. Um, Where can people reach you, so um, I have an Instagram. My handle is the Amy May, and I also have a website, um, www.theamymay.com. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you got anything positive out of the conversation, do you mind leaving us a five-star review on iTunes? Doing so will allow other parents to help their teens create a life of fulfillment and joy, abundance and impact. Until next time, don't forget to help your teens get the lunch line and live life on their own terms.